A couple of announcements to kick off the show today. The first one is a big one, baby. On Sunday, the 25th of November, we are hosting a live Total Reboot double podcast at the Chippo Hotel in Chippendale, Sydney, Australia. So that's 25th of November, 3 p.m. It's a double podcast. That's two podcasts that we're going to be recording for the price of one. And we've got a little theme going for them. They are two insane remakes starring two of the most insane actors of all time. The first one, we had to do it. It's the Nicolas Cage starring The Wicker Man from 2006, an iconically insane remake film. We had to do it live. We needed you guys there so we could talk through it. And the second one we're doing, it's going to be a taping of our Christmas special We're going to be talking about the live-action remake of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, starring maybe the only actor more insane than Nicolas Cage, Jim Carrey. So we're talking about The Wicker Man and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. We're going to be joined by some wonderful special guests to talk about these crazy films. The tickets are available right now. You can head on over to the link in the show notes or head on over to wherever. You'll see it on our Facebook page, our Twitter and Instagrams and all that stuff. So head on over there to pick up tickets now. They're $15. $15 for two podcasts. Pretty great deal. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, we're going to put a little special code in for you guys. So that'll be in our Facebook group. Uh, And more incentive to join up to the Patreon. Only five bucks a month to get access to a whole other podcast by me and Cameron. That's very funny. And also, right this week, as you're listening to this, October 19th, I'm hosting Comedians Talk Over Movies at the Golden Age Cinema. Tickets are on sale now. They're selling pretty fast. We've got Ben Jenkins from Free to a Good Home and Jen Fricker from Triple J and this podcast to talk over I Know What You Did Last Summer. Tickets for the last two sold out pretty quick, so there's a few left for this one. You can head on over to those and buy them now. But also, don't forget, Sunday, the 25th of November, the tickets are available as of today for our live podcast about The Wicker Man and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Hey, what's up? It's Thomas Nicholas, uh, also known as Kevin from American Pie. And when I'm not going the growl, which I think is better known as the tongue tornado, I'm listening to The Total Reboot with Cam and Alexi. Welcome, Jungle Babies, to another episode of Total Reboot, the only podcast that exists that talks about movies, films, cinema, and thereof. My name is Alexi Toliopoulos. I am one of the hosts. One of the other hosts is Cameron James. How are you? What a functional introduction. (laughs) After several lost takes, I thought I should just do the most functional introduction that I possibly could. I am one of the hosts, and sitting opposite me is the other host. Say your thing now, Cameron. Um, Now, you are attuned to our voices. Which one is the real voice of mine? It's this one. The real voice of Cameron belongs to? This one. Actually, no, I'm Alexi. (laughs) And now you can sufficiently listen to the podcast, knowing who we both are. (laughs) Cameron, what are we doing in this podcast? We talk through the reboots, remakes, and rip-offs of cinema. But today, Mm -hmm. dare I say it, we're adding another re. We're adding re 
retcon. Retcon. <laughs> retcon. <laughs> We're going to be talking. This is our third episode in our Halloween mini series. Absolutely. We are building up to the new Halloween film that is going to be a retcon of the Halloween franchise, mm-hmm. where it will be a direct sequel to the original 1978 masterpiece classic film directed by John Carpenter, starring Jamie Lee Curtis. It's called Halloween as well, the new one coming out. <laughs> and everything apart from the first film doesn't count. It's no longer canon. Which is interesting because this is the second time this franchise <laughs> has retconned everything in it. Yeah. We are today talking about Halloween H2O, colon, 20 years later. Colon, blood is thicker than water. Colon, just add water. <laughs> to make the blood less thick. Yeah, so this movie was controversial at its time because it was open in the fact that it discounted many of the sequels that came before it. Mm -hmm. I think it was the seventh one. It was the seventh film in a franchise that now discounts... Four, five, and six. Yeah, four, five, and six. Three, grey area because it's not related. Yeah. (laughs) Halloween Season of the Witch, no offence, Cameron, is the red-headed stepchild of the family. Yeah, and I actually count myself as being Auburn or Strawberry Blonde, (laughs) so I'm not offended at all. Okay, that's good enough. I'm more of a Prince Harry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, this is the first one that I remember... When it came out, there was chat about the fact that we had to ignore all the other ones. Yeah. Now, I was a young man when this came out. A strapping young man with strawberry blonde hair. <laughs> this came out 20 years ago, so I hadn't seen any of the other ones, so I didn't care. Yeah. I just went and saw this one, and I didn't know what any of the backstory was or why this <laughs> old woman was... you 10 years old? You watched this movie when you were like 9 or 10? I think I saw it when I was like 11 or 12 on okay. video or something. Yeah. Home video. Ugh. The glory is. I prefer public video. <laughs> yeah, where you yeah, go yeah. out, watch a video with everyone out in the world. It's called the cinema. Yeah, it's great stuff. It's really great stuff. Um, and yeah, I remember a lot of the chat was, "Hey, guess what, everybody? Mm-hmm. Everything after two doesn't count." Yeah, which I think pissed off a lot of horror film fans because they love Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers. They're obsessed with Halloween 5, the curse of Michael Myers. (laughs) And they even adore Halloween 6, which is Michael Myers, take him or leave him, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Halloween 6. Well, you know the drill by now. I'm Michael Myers and I'm going to stab a few dudes. (laughs) Michael Myers, of course, the most famous cat that wears a... (laughs) <laughs> there wears a mask of William Shatner or William Catner, if you will. <laughs> oh, it's a lot of fun. But this one, this is not all about that shit. This is a final chapter. That's how it was being marketed yes. at the time. Fuck everything that came before it, except for one and two. It was turning a franchise into a trilogy is what mm. they were planning to do with this film. Yep. They were bringing back the original cast of Mike Myers and Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> back to do one more film to tie it all up and end it all like many have wanted to do. And now, 20 years later, we know that that was uh, a really a fool's errand. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 the film did have a sequel immediately. Yeah, like a year years. later. I think it was like maybe four years later or something, uh, which was Halloween Resurrection. Mm. The Resurrection of Mike Myers. I thought it was called Halloween New with, Direction. Yeah, not to be confused with Austin Powers 4, Mike Myers Erection. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so should we just dive right in? Let's do it, baby. It's 1998 in a remote California town at a secluded private school. We could have a Halloween party just before us. We could have a roaming orgy. I love the way this man thinks. No booze, no drugs, no kidding. One teacher is living in fear. I'm not who you think I am. I changed my name when I went into hiding. That's terrible. Take off your clothes. My brother killed my sister. <laughs> How'd he do that? With a really big kitchen knife. Halloween, H2O, 20 years later, 1998, directed by Steve Miner. Do you know who Steve Miner is? He is a horror filmmaker of note. Yes, he directed Friday the 13th Part 2, Friday the 13th Part 3, and Lake Placid. Oh, so he knows his way around shit. Yeah, he knows his way around shitty franchises. Blood is thicker than water. I'll never forget that tagline. (laughs) Because I tested it. (laughs) Tested the theory when I got home. You went through a series of shot glasses where you poured different bodily fluids. Everybody, every bodily fluid. (laughs) Every fluid you could Shall I rattle them off? Okay, I shall. (laughs) Blood, water, aka tears, after cutting myself. (laughs) And actually, it's not technically water because there's saline in it. And then, of course, snot. (laughs) Which, strangely, is thicker than blood. Yeah. And then let's get to the thickest of all liquids. <laughs> Human turd. <laughs> it is almost a solid its damn self. <laughs> Two decades after surviving a massacre on October 31st, 1978, former babysitter Laurie Strode. It's weird that they call her a former babysitter yeah, in this Yeah, I mean, she synopsis. was more than that. She was a student. She was a young woman out there in the world. Like, it would be weird to call me now a former babysitter and less time has passed from my babysitting <laughs> years than Laurie's babysitting years. Finds herself hunted by persistent knife wielder Michael Myers. Laurie now lives in Northern California under an assumed name where she works as the headmistress of a private school. Oh, well, maybe she's a babysitter still. <laughs> <laughs> where she were, uh, but it's not fair. It's not far enough to escape Myers, who soon discovers her whereabouts. As Halloween descends upon Laurie's peaceful community, a feeling of dread weighs upon her. With good reason, Michael Myers is on the prowl, looking to kill his sister, who now works as a headmistress for a private school. She's no longer a babysitter, but if you really do think about it, are those jobs really that different? And Michael Myers' MO remains intact now that the series has been retconned as a trilogy where he still once again resumes hunting babysitters he is related to. Because in this one, they are still brother and sister. So, uh, so that's, that's the official legit. synopsis. That's the yeah. official synopsis. <laughs> official right synopsis. Can I just say also, uh, as a little side note, that there's only two types of being on the prowl. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You're either out on the prowl looking for... Uh, women or men to make love to. Yep. Or you're out on the prowl to kill your sister. <laughs> Those are the only two. The only two ways. Either way, you're hunting babysitters. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So I can't believe it's been 20 years since we found out blood was thicker than water. 
I can't believe it. That, this film doesn't feel that ancient. I know. It, it's funny because this was like the next generation of Halloween movies. Like, yeah. Like Jamie Lee Curtis is on the poster. Yeah. But so too is Josh Hartnett. Michelle, Michelle Williams, Williams. Some woman and LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Like it was like, okay, this is the 90s, baby. Mm-hmm. We're going to introduce a whole new cast of sexy young characters. Yep. And Jamie Lee Curtis is passing the torch. This ain't your granddaddy's Halloween. This is your grandchild's Halloween. <laughs> this is new. It's improved. It's new Coke. It's cool. Yep. Shit. And now it's been 20 years and this is ancient. This is the old shit. <laughs> this movie is so old this, this now. This movie is older than anyone. This movie is older than the original <laughs> Halloween somehow. Also, the fact that this movie is called Halloween H2O 20 years later, <laughs> blood is thicker than water. Which is the... Sh- oh, like, this- honestly, this reads like they just discovered H2O is the what water is scientifically called and everyone's yeah. obsessed with it. Yeah. Like, it's 20 years later after Halloween. We could call it H2O. H2O, Halloween 20 years later. And we're going to have to reference that somewhere. Well, we can't afford water in this movie, so we shan't. But let's just say the blood is thicker than water. Fair enough. It's about family. Mike Myers returns. He's married to... It ties into family there. And also blood is to do with this is a slasher genre. Yes, of course. Wonderful points. Water... H2O sounds like water. So. <laughs> so we can call it blood is thicker than water. Therefore, showing we've got blood, it's better than water. There's no water in this movie. <laughs> so it's great. We've, we've nailed it. Yeah. I think it's the stupidest title. Yeah, it's one of the worst titles. It could have maybe even just been called Halloween 20 years later. They should have just... And even fu- then, that sucks. They should have just called a fucking Halloween and be done with yeah, it. Yeah, just call it so Halloween. So that's a franchise of four movies with the same title. Just call it Halloween 7. Yeah. I would even be happy with that. They should have called it Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. <laughs> and this time, the witch is Laurie. Yeah, okay. So, we've talked about the hot young cast in this movie. Uh, yeah. Who have we got? Have you got a... Yeah, we've got Jamie Lee Curtis, one of the hottest young stars of the future. We've uh, got Excuse jo- me, she's 20 years later in this. <laughs> okay. She's actually not that young anymore. She's 20 years later. <laughs> He's 20 years later. We've got Josh Hartnett. Oh, he's 20 years younger. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, he is one of the most exciting stars of the future, Josh Hartnett. We've got Michelle he's Williams. my favourite star of Sin City. Oh, really? Yeah. More than Benicio, more than Jessica Alba. Oh, I forgot there was a people I liked in the movie. Yeah, uh, then no, he's not. Mickey Rourke, dare I say? <laughs> you dare. Uh, Michelle Williams. Clive Owen. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm. LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jodie Lynn O'Keefe. And Adam Hanbird, who we have talked about previously on this podcast. Also, isn't Adam Arkin in this? Adam Arkin is in this. I he's not to young his and name. hot. He's just he's younger just... than his dad. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, he's Alan Arkin's son? Yeah. That is one of cinema's greatest facts. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm talking about Adam Hanbird. Who's he? was he? a hot young star of Jumanji where he played young Alan Parrish. And oh. now he is the nerdy friend of Josh Hartnett in this of movie. Of course, Alan Parrish is in this. Um, Mr. Ice Storm himself. I told a story when we did uh, Jumanji right back at the beginning of this podcast. Very first episode we ever recorded about this podcast. Yeah, about um, there was a kid a year above me in school who looked exactly <laughs> like him yeah. and everyone called him Alan Parrish in <laughs> primary school and that carried through all the way through to year 12 where people who didn't even know him <laughs> thought it was his called name. him Alan Parrish 
even though his name was not. It was like Chris or something like that. They should have called him Charles Charlie Devereaux, as he is known in this movie. <laughs> Charlie Devereaux. And he's kind of a fuck machine in this movie. No, he's a bit of a runt. But doesn't he, like, root someone? Root someone yeah, he, he kind of has a bit of a romance brewing with Sarah Wainthrope. I actually kind of liked him in this. Me too. But there's a shot in this where he and Josh Hartnett are going on a little truancy to the main town yeah. where they all live. Awesome. And uh, he... Uh, I didn't feel this ain't. Yeah, this is not the subs this anymore. Is Northern California. Exactly. They go they go out and there's just a shot of them walking down the street and Josh Hartnett is such a fucking hunk, such a beautiful young man, such a good bod and strong and looks big. And then this like he's hanging out with this 12-year-old boy, it looks yeah. like, just walking down the street. But Alan Parrish uh, looks like a real 17-year-old. He looks like a real 17-year-old. Josh and- Hartnett looks... Uh, 33 He's a, He just looks like A beautiful man He's Even a grown though he'd up. probably Be like 20 He's pretty young He's pretty young But there's, he doesn't look 17 No He has the face And body of a, a guy Who's been modelling Since the 80s He has the face And body of a dream He's so hot He's such One of the hottest men Did you ever see um, 40 days and 40 nights Yeah I beat Where it he off tries to, to fuck a, <laughs> Tries to fuck a Mango or something Yeah He tries to fuck Everything in that movie Yeah So good 40 days of night 30 days of night Who knows Come is thicker than water That's what that <laughs> Tagline was No um, The reason yeah, The one I was going to ask you about mm. Was um, the virgin suicides Which yep. I assume you've seen Yes he I've plays seen every a movie Directed called, by like, Coppola Plays a character called Trip Fontaine Oh my god! Which is the hottest name? Made up, beautiful made up name. A beautiful made up name, and he has like long hair, and he's like a jock who's a stoner. Wow! And I think that seeing him dressed the way he's dressed in that called Trip Fontaine is maybe the sexiest male presence yeah. I've ever seen on screen. Wow. He's so good. I yeah. really liked him in this movie, watching this film again. Yeah, he's good. Um, this film is so strange because this movie coming out in 98, hot on the heels of Scream, which came mm. out a few years before, mm-hmm. this movie reeks. It stinks of Kevin Williamson, <laughs> the screenwriter of Scream. Yeah. and he, Or uh... if I can shorten that down to save time, Screamwriter. When did you think of that? As I said it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not written down in your notes somewhere. Um, let me check. Okay, that's it. <laughs> Scream yeah, too. Too. No. Um, yeah, well, Kevin Williamson, uh, as uh, you, I'm sure you know from your extensive research you've done on Halloween H2O, mm-hmm. wrote the original treatment for this movie and then did return to do some ghost writing and punch up yeah. throughout the film. From what I read, he originally wrote it to be in direct continuation to all the sequels. So there was no retconning involved. Yep. This was going to include all the plot points that had happened in 4, 5, and 6. Including including Laurie Strode's including daughter Laurie being Strode's a character. Laurie Strode's daughter and Laurie Strode's death. And that part is still in this movie. In this movie, uh, Laurie Strode faked her own death in a yeah. car accident and changed her name. She's in witness protection. Yes. Is she-, she flipped on the mob. In one of the unseen sequels of this film. And uh, Alan Arkin is some mob mob boyfriend that she's got. Yeah, exactly. But the, the whole premise is this film begins with Mikey is back out on the prowl. Halloween is coming back and so is he. He goes and kills uh, Marion, who is the former nurse and colleague of Sam Loomis. 
Dr. Sam Loomis, played mm-hmm. by Donald Pleasance, who had sadly, we did tragically lose Donald Pleasance. Mm. It was not pleasant, one would say. <laughs> <laughs> his, his movie, his absence from this film stops it from being a pleasant film. Tragically, we did lose uh, Donald Pleasance, so um, we did replace him with Marion, who is unfortunately dispatched five minutes into this movie. So yes. tragically, we also lost the character of Marion. Yes. Who- and tragically, the character of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> tragically, we did lose Joseph Gordon-Levitt, <laughs> uh, best known as the young boy from Third Rock from the Sun and the Frenchman from the movie The Walk, <laughs> directed by Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> tragically, he does cop a little blade into the face. He cops uh, an ice skate to an the ice face. Skate. The blade of an ice skate into the face. He does tragically pass away at the young age of 14 or so. About. 14, 15 or 16. <laughs> hard to tell. Hard Possibly to tell. even up to 18 years old. <laughs> it's hard to tell when he has a shoe with a blade on the bottom of it stuck <laughs> out of his fucking head. And this tragically does happen about five minutes into the movie. Yeah, so, so Mikey is back. Mike breaks into Marion's house. He kills her or whatever. Um, don't even remember. If he <laughs> then does he kills. That. He kills these two boys that live next door. One yeah. of which is Joseph Gordon Levitt. Uh, some other. <laughs> yeah, Joseph Levitt. He's there. He gets killed. JGL hit record. He gets killed. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, the, he steals uh, the files. He goes through evidence. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Mike, a man who hasn't spoken since he was eleven years yeah. old or six years old, he does know how to open evidence. a filing cabinet and, mm. and leaf through and leaf through different read it. accordion folders. <laughs> <laughs> read it. And this, he goes, oh, sure, okay, this is alphabetical. So I'm looking for S. So uh, carry the B. S, okay, that's Strode. No, we find Strode. No, Striker. No, that's not it. Okay. Stanley. So, okay. so, so. Oh, Strode. This must be her, Lloyd okay. Strode. So flip, 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 flip. Here's flip, a new address, a new freaking name. Okay, let's okay, go on a road cool. trip, baby. All right, let's go start the movie. And then so, he goes on a road trip. He goes from uh, small town Illinois on a road trip, mm. wearing the full regalia that he's known <laughs> as. <laughs> Of course, he broke out of prison. He meets the guard. The guard's like, name Michael Myers. Okay, one William Shatner mask. Yeah. One. (laughs) One. Coveralls soaked Mm. in blood. One pair of... (laughs) Of boots. Mm. Buongiorno, boys. One pair of pants, 42 long. (laughs) One Swedish made penis enlarger. What? No, that's not mine. I don't know how Michael Myers talks. <laughs> he doesn't. He just yeah. stands there. Yeah. One book written by Michael Myers. No content. He doesn't know how to write, I would presume. <laughs> so he comes out, he gets in the full regalia, he drives across country yeah. from the Midwest of Illinois to the beautiful West Coast of California. The Northwest. The Northwest, he's in Portland, Oregon. Northwest Passage. He's up towards Twin Peaks territory. Oh, beautiful out there. Beautiful out there. Really, he'd probably be having a lot of fun taking in the scenery. You really got to go. It's uh, the pine woods, the redwood pines. They go right up to the cliffs that overlook the ocean. It's really a beautiful beautiful part of the world. Beautiful. So we see him on his journey. He makes a little rest stop here and there. Yeah. Which is just crazy to imagine that he's just like, he's on driving. a mission. He's just driving. Because he loves driving. In the first movie he yeah. drives, he was probably taught in the mental institution of, yeah. of like how to drive. Donald Pleasance accuses people yeah. of teaching him how to drive. Yeah. And he never forgot the uh-uh. whole time that he was presumed dead. He never forgot how to drive. What's well, like riding a bike? Except more hard and Except more exciting. Except you're seated and you use a clutch and a, a brake. 
Yes, because Michael Myers was taught in the time before automatic cars how to drive. <laughs> if he was placed in a freaking Toyota Corolla, he would have no idea how to drive it. He wouldn't even know what a reverse camera was. Yes. So before you little smart asses out there <laughs> start to question that shit, this is actually 20 years later. I hope in the new Halloween movie, Halloween H4O, 40 years later, blood is Blood's thicker than still, every other one. Blood ev- thicker than water, but not as spooky as steam. <laughs> If we just see him driving a Prius around now, <laughs> using the reverse camera, hopefully they update it for a new generation. Well, yeah, otherwise we won't get it. I would say one of the best scenes in this film is a rest stop scene where you just see a mother and daughter having to go to the men's bathroom. Mm. Michael Moy- Moyers has to piss, had to do a piss or something, so he <laughs> stops. Stop, revive, survive. You know, he's got, he's got a lot of plants. He's yeah. got to survive for them. He goes into the bathroom and gives them a right old scare, and then he kind of steals their car right after that. Yeah, it looks really cool. That's one of the best scenes in the movie and maybe the best scene of the film. That is one of the best films ever made. It's Halloween, H2O. It's one of the best scenes of the movie, and it's also one of the best scenes of the film. Yeah. <laughs> it matches both. Yeah. It gets there to both. This movie is both a movie and a film. Mm. What is something that you notice about this movie that you enjoy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the main thing I notice, you've already brought it up, is that this movie reeks of Kevin Williamson. This yeah. movie... Uh, uh, Kevin Williamson, for those of you who don't know, not only did he write Scream, yep. he also wrote Scream 2, Yep, <laughs> Scream 3. He didn't write Scream 3. Oh, he wrote the story for Scream 3. Yeah, he didn't do it, but he did write Scream 4. Scream 4. He also, as it's known, Scraform. Scraform. Yeah. Scraform. Yes, it's spelled S-C-R-E-4-M. Yeah, like uh, the movie Seth Seven. Seven. Seven seven. So seven seven. So seven eight. I love movies with numbers in them. <laughs> the number twenty three. Number twenty three. Halloween H two O. Twenty years later. <laughs> uh, he also wrote the Faculty. Yeah. He also wrote. I think that came out around the same time as yep. this. And it has Josh Hartnett as the lead as well. Oh uh, yeah, it does too. He also wrote. Uh, I know what you did last summer. Yep. And teaching Mrs. Tingle. So he is the guy right now when He's it comes the to guy horror. When it comes to. The 90s version of the slasher, which is basically MTV, uh, you know, TV stars and musicians. The D generation. All appearing, <laughs> yeah. all appearing in these like sexy young uh, slasher films. Postmodern, post-modern. Very postmodern. I think that is the main thing that Kevin Williamson's scripts are known for is that they are meta referential mm-hmm. film so he also did Dawson's Creek which is another yeah. f- another series that lives on popular culture references yeah. and Dawson is a real cinephile and we would welcome into our community <laughs> <laughs> Dawson loves Spielberg he loves him he's always on about Spielberg he loves Spielberg Kevin Williamson loves spewing blood yeah. which is technically thicker than water <laughs> so uh, I have Notice the the main thing about this movie that I notice is how it is exactly in line with all the movies that came out mm. of that era that Kevin Williamson wrote. It's maybe not as uh, it's not having as much fun, no, with its meta side, but the meta side is there and it had not been there before. I don't think so. For example, this movie is peppered with references to the original Halloween. Yeah, um, there's like shot for shot. Remakes of scenes from that movie. There yes. is also explicit references to Psycho yes. that were once subtext or like, you know, a little bit of fun. They're now 
I mean, the Bernard Herrmann score appears in a scene in yes, this movie. Yes, which stars Janet Lee. Yes. There's a shot of Janet Lee who play who is the mother of Jamie Lee Curtis in real life. Uh-huh. She's playing her secretary as her as the headmistress, which is a bit of a downgrade. Yes. And from mum to secretary. From mum to secco, I don't think her so. <laughs> she's um, a secretary in this and she's basically Marion Crane. And she in that scene where we hear the Halloween riff coming through uh, the psycho riff coming mm-hmm. through, not the but the na 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 na. It's in front of the actual car from Halloween. Yeah. That is her car. And her character's name, Norma. Yeah. There's so much. There's other Halloween references. I wrote like a bunch of them down. So obviously Marion is already... Yeah. Already from the original film, that's a reference to Halloween. Mm. Uh, then we've got Norma Bates is the name of fucking Janet Lee. Josh Hartnett's friend says that he'll be a creepy motel owner in the middle of nowhere one day. Yep. LL Cool J calls Jamie Lee Curtis a psycho. <laughs> and then also, later on in the film, uh, Janet Lee says that all the girls' showers are clogged. Yeah, great. So I was like, okay... Give me a fucking break. We get it. We get it. This movie is based on Psycho. This this Psycho was the first slasher. Let's talk about it every three seconds. But in that's this movie. what this, that's what Kevin Williamson does, and usually it's quite fun. Like Scream, obviously, is a classic, mm. and that movie exists by pointing out and yep. then subverting the rules of a horror movie. The Faculty does the same thing, but for science fiction, body and snatcher type pod people things. Movies, pod people movies. And high school movies. It's not as good as Scream, but it's still a lot of fun. It's very... I think it is very good. Directed by one of the great directors. Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Robbie Rod. <laughs> as I like to call him. But I think what you're saying is that this movie, it stinks of that, but it is not a genuine version of that. No. I think only the treatment, as we were saying, was written by Kevin Williamson. The writers of this movie are Robert Zapier and Matt Greenberg. Mm-hmm. Two guys that went on to do... <laughs> Greenberg went on to do 1408, Reign of Fire, Seventh Son, Prophecy 2, and Mercy. Reign yep. of Fire, is that the dragon one? The dragon, modern With dragon Matthew movie. Matthew McConaughey and... Christian uh, Bale. Wow, I haven't thought about that movie since it came out. When did Is that one of those ones that's just been lost to time? For sure. Like, no one talks about Reign of Fire. No one. That's and the a other movie guy... where dragons exist in the future... And world has reverted to medieval stuff. Yes, but they do have some cars that can shoot at the dragons. (laughs) That's the premise of the movie. In London, they accidentally come across a dragon, then the dragons all take over the world. Yeah, awesome. Uh, But the other guy went on to write Puss in Boots, A Furry Tale, which is a 3D animated film that is not the Puss in Boots (laughs) that we are familiar with. It seems to be a mockbuster version of it. So not the sexy Puss in Boots. Not the sexy Puss in Boots, but it is living on it as well. I mean, I'm... I'm just saying that this was not written by Kevin Williamson, is what I'm yeah, trying to yeah, say. Yeah, absolutely. Which is but what think- it stinks of. It stinks of the insincerity of someone interpreting the what makes those things work. It's just going, oh, there's references. Yeah. But Kevin Williamson doesn't have direct references to his to these mm. works. It has allusions to these works, and it yeah. has allusions to what these works mean to us, and what these works can be transformed into if you're thinking of them in a postmodern fashion. Sure, and I'll tell you why I think this this whole style doesn't hold for mm. Halloween. It's because Halloween is so simple. Yeah. The original Halloween is just a psycho escapes from a mental home. Yeah. He has a knife and he walks around killing people. <clears throat> to make fun of that and to subvert that yeah. 
is to only point out how basic and undercooked that premise mm. is. So in this movie, when it's a little bit making fun, it's a little bit tongue-in-cheek, you know, you just keep going like, you're just like, okay, well, if they don't care about this movie, why should I? Yeah. Like, it's so, it's obviously silly. He wears a ridiculous mask. It's based on an old urban legend. He looks like shit in this movie It looks movie like shit. Well. I don't care about this movie if they don't care about it. But having said that, I did have fun watching this movie mm. because it's a throwback to, it's just like looking at me being, uh, how old would I have been? 10. 10. It's like the movies that I saw when I was that age and I remember sneaking out to watch, uh, I know what you did last summer. When I was around that age, I remember watching Scream with my cousin when I was around mm. that age. So it just, it's a throwback to what movies were like in the mid 90s. Yeah, and it was the, the great slasher revival. Yeah. Let's talk <laughs> about uh, the fact that Michael Myers looks like shit in this movie. <laughs> Do you know that there are multiple masks? Yeah. You know the story they about film, They actually filmed, <laughs> they filmed using a shitty mask. They filmed most of the movie with one mask, and then at a certain point, Miramax, who are producing this, Ugh. It's Bob. Okay. It's Bob. All right, good. He's also bad. But Just not... the one who gaslit yeah. America. <laughs> exactly. It's Bob, not Harvey, but it's still very bad. He, uh, Bob said... Um, who, of course, they produced the Scream franchise. Yes. Bob said, uh, oh, look, we don't like this mask anymore. Can we reshoot most of this movie again using mm. a different mask? No one could decide on what mask they were going to use. They eventually settled on this... Other one, which is supposedly scarier, mm. but in my opinion, looks it's, ridiculous. They still look like shit. Yeah. It so doesn't look like William Shatner anymore. No, it doesn't look like... It just, it's skinny. It's like... It looks like Bud Court. Like they does. had a Bud Court mask yeah. now. So, so if you watch this movie, uh, he looks different from scene to scene because yeah. sometimes it's the original footage, other times it's the reshot footage, and then other times still it is a... CG mask. Yeah. In 1998. So... <laughs> 98 CGI. And the CGI mask, uh, which I think they they just must have... They must they have invented it. tech to do this <laughs> fucking shit. They did it. But they reshot... Like, it looks clo- like neither one or the other mm. mask. It, it looks... looks like yeah, exactly. Thing. So the new mask looks like Bud Court. The old mask looks like William Shatner. The CGI mask looks like David Hyde Pierce. We are covered there. <laughs> it just looks... It look, None of them look the same. No. And it's just so weird that they would just reshoot close-ups. Like, they'd have to go back to places yeah. and reshoot close-ups. <clears throat> they had to do the, the CGI one because the fucking set didn't exist anymore. Yeah. So, they just had to just CGI the mask to make it look different. It looks insane. Um I think I prefer the original one. I've seen side-by-side shots mm. of the original one and the new one in some of the iconic shots yeah. from this movie. And the original one is just... It's... it's You don't you can't see the actor's eyes behind <laughs> it, which is the key yes. problem with this movie. And I think... I don't want to see Michael Myers' eyes. That It needs to be black under there. Exactly. And I think what is problem with this movie, and I don't say what is the problem, say what is problem with this movie, <laughs> is that... They watching this back and they're going, Michael isn't scary enough. We've got to make yeah. Michael scarier. How do we do that? Let's do all this. Yada, yada, yada. Let's make him look a little bit different. Yada, yada, yada. No, that's not the problem. The problem is in the first film, Michael Myers is this mysterious mm. energy. Mm. He is the shape. No one knows anything about him other than that he is a killer. He killed yeah. his mom. He killed his sister. He killed his boyfriend or whatever. He killed people. And now he's back and he's killing again. Halloween 2, same thing. He's coming back, killing 
again you find out he's a brother now H2O 20 years later cut out all the other movies where mm. he's been this killer now he's coming back he's just like a fucking deadbeat uncle coming back to hang out with Josh Hartnett <laughs> yeah. like that's not scary to yeah. just be like now he's a 50 year old man he's related to her yeah. and now he's just coming back for more of the same shit because the guy hasn't moved on in his life and also he's a deadbeat does he have a like a reminder set up for when yeah. to attack again he's like oh like his phone goes off beep 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 Halloween's coming up he's like fuck I gotta think of pager. how to get out of his here pager. his pager his pager his organiser beep 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 oh yeah shit my uh, notebook my electronic notebook is yeah. going off what's that it's the week of Halloween. Shit, I better think about attacking my sister again. Yeah, I'm into this idea of doing I that. I keep putting again. it off. It's been 20 years. I think yeah. it's time I do it again. Exactly. Everyone's already forgotten, discounted the other times I've been killing people. Yeah. Now they're not canon anymore. I better go back and do it. And it's not scary. It's just Uncle Buck, you know? Like, it's not <laughs> scary anymore. Like, that's not scary to just have, like, some yeah. weird old man that you're related to coming back. It would be scarier if, like, he didn't have the mask or something now. And it's like, wow, he's, like, he is the brother. Like, if they yeah, went all yeah. in and did it that way instead of trying to recreate it's pathetic Michael. pathetic watching an old man wear a mask. It's like, it's like seeing an old emo <laughs> you know you see like an emo that's 41 and you're like fucking cool it dude you can go out as late as you like you don't need to keep rebelling okay leave good charlotte alone <laughs> they're busy hosting the voice australia these days <laughs> it's like you know it's embarrassing which but then again i'm saying that and i've been excited for the new halloween mm. do you feel that same way about this new yes. halloween i do feel that because same way because this is jamie lee curtis is like 70 in this new one yeah because and that means her, bro- her brother's like older than her by like three years. But he's no longer her brother. They've retconned the problem. So but now he's still older back. than her, the character, right? Because yeah. he was like 20 or something. Yeah, he was 21 when she was 18 or whatever. In so the he's first still, film. it's still a geriatric man. But he's got that old man strength now, which I'm intrigued <laughs> by. He's just like Jerry Stiller okay. underneath the mask. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm interested in. Okay, so 50, not cool. 80, cool. Yeah, for sure,sies. For okay. sure. But it takes... What, the, what they're doing with the new one is they're taking out that problem, hopefully. Unless uh, you he's find still going to be old. He's a brother, but yeah. it's like it's a mystery. It's a mystery game. Yeah, it's just yeah, Michael. Yeah. Michael. Yeah, Myers I don't give a fuck back. about relatives killing each other, except in the real world where it's tragic. But yeah, like, very scary. In movies, I like the idea that he's just a. It, there's no explanation for Michael Myers. He's, he's the just shape. a psycho. He's the shape. Yeah, he's the shape. What do you think of Jamie Lee Curtis returning for Halloween H two O twenty years later? Blood is thicker than water. She's incredible. She's such a great actor. Mm-hmm. I love that this character is has aged the twenty years. In maturity she's not quite Sarah Connor where she's been you know like spending 20 years getting buff in order to fight yeah. but she has been living through her trauma and she's prepared in a way mm. and she is ready to take on Michael yeah. when he finally does show up I think she is great as an actor yeah but I think it is beneath her to be in this movie mm. and uh, it's even more beneath her to be in the next movie Halloween Resurrection where she dies in yeah. the opening scenes so this one she came back she wanted to come back she said it was for her fans the yeah. fans that had been with her since day one her yeah. day one fans day one. which we're all about as well if yeah. you're a day one fan of us if you're yeah. an original Slater baby uh-huh. 
I do this for you. That's yeah. why I came back to do Halloween Age to work 20 years later. I also do this for the new young bloods out there. Yeah, new young bloods. I'm all about you guys. The new guys are really ripping it up. The Josh Hartnett's of our <laughs> fan base. <laughs> you know, that's, so she wanted to do that for the fans. She also did it for the money she's been open about now. Yeah, also she was going to get John Carpenter back in this. He was going to do it. He was in talks. He yeah. was going to do it. He said yes. He asked for $10 million. They said no. <laughs> And then they got Steve Miner, who is yeah. a minor version of John Carpenter, yeah, one absolutely. might say. And um, I think that's a mistake because this movie makes a lot of mistakes for what we know the Halloween franchise. Like the Halloween <laughs> franchise, the original film, the John Carpenter film, and the sequel as well, um, Halloween 2, what they did was they create that point of view perspective where you feel you are Michael, you are the predator, mm. you are seeing the world from his eyes, you are following people, you have that sense of voyeurism that was built up in Psycho, it was built up in Peeping Tom. They understood those things that made those proto-slashes what they were, applied them to make it even more. It was Jaws, baby. They were doing it. And then this film doesn't do that. It's not on walk. If the camera's not walking around. In the mm. original films, even when it wasn't POV, it was still steady cam. It fe- everything mm. felt like POV. It ga- made that uneasy feeling. Now the camera's fucking gliding around on cranes, on yeah. dollies, and is so smooth. <clears throat> and it takes <throat> away that uneasy feeling, even when we are seeing the point of view perspective of Michael when we're in Marion's office seeing all of Loomis's mm. old shit. The camera's flying around and you don't feel like a killer in those yeah, moments. That's you don't true. feel that predator feeling. You feel like you're just like watching a fucking movie. You feel like you're watching a music video. Oh, I love music vids. They should have got the cunt that did the Nirvana Smells Like Teen Spirit video that would later go on to direct the fucking Nightmare on Elm Street remake that we love so very much. Um, I Yeah, I don't think I... You're right. It's just not scary. And I think, honestly, maybe it was scary to people who saw it at the time, but, you know... For the day ones that were there. The day ones, but like... I feel the same way as I feel about when I watch Scream and I know he did last summer and all Mm. that kind of shit now. None of it is scary to me because the actors aren't good enough to sell it. Mm. And, uh, you know, like, and they're too slick looking and there's always a fucking shit pop song on the soundtrack. This one has a Creed song in it. It's um, the closing credits. The closing credits song is a Creed song. It's like... You finally see Jamie Lee Curtis decapitate her brother. Yeah. And then Creed starts playing. And it's like, I can't ever get scared or take seriously anything that mm. from this era because it's so steeped in its era. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm enough removed from 1978 that I can enjoy it and yeah. still get like chills watching something. But this, yeah. it's like watching this is like watching my cousin's like fucking listening to Jennifer Love Hewitt <laughs> CDs and talking about boys and shit. It's just yeah. like lame and cringy. Mm. Um, I think how, I think Scream is the exception to what you say. I still but, think yeah, Scream is scary. That's true. I don't no. I don't think Scream is scary. I've never been scared in Scream, but I enjoy it. I think yeah. it's a great movie. It's one of my f- favorite films of all time, and I am upset that you were dissing it. I'm not dissing it. <laughs> Dude, you dissed my favourite movie. I just I'm said so it's upset. a really good no, I'm movie. Kidding, I'm kidding. You're, um, but you, you do love it. You did model your whole life on yes. Billy Loomis. Billy Loomis is one of my true heroes. I am a psychopath. 
I did model my whole life on Matthew Lillard. <laughs> and that is why we are best friends. Today, those boys would not kill their friends. They would start a podcast about films that they love. <laughs> <laughs> Movies uh, don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative, and they use that creativity into starting podcasts. Creating content for other people to enjoy and creating fan bases, both built up of day one fans and new fans are discovering the podcast for the first Josh time. Josh Hartnett types. Through word of mouth to create Josh Hartnett types. <laughs> One thing that I is interesting. <laughs> I think. Okay, moving on. Uh, yeah. One thing that is interesting about this film and its shitty sequel, Halloween Resurrection, which mm. I watched as well. Have you ever seen that movie? No, but I've seen the opening sequence. Yeah, you've seen the opening sequence. I want to watch this because Halloween H two O planned to be a trilogy. It wanted to close out the trilogy yeah. of Halloween, Halloween Two. Forget the rest. <laughs> And then, but uh, a guy who we've talked a little bit about, Mustafa Akkad, mm-hmm. who is the producer of this franchise. Mm-hmm. This is his baby. This is mm-hmm. his basically his pension, I would say, this franchise. Yeah. Um, he didn't want it to end. He wanted Michael Myers to be able to come back. He was upset. He didn't. He wanted the screenwriter to make uh, to write a script where. Michael did not die at the end. So there's a fake out ending at the start of Halloween 2. Uh, Halloween, I don't eight. know. 8, I guess. Mm. Halloween 8, just add mates. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where, he, where you find out that Michael Myers did an old switcheroo. Where he crushed the <laughs> larynx of a poor ambulance, an ambo, mm. a paramedic. Swapped out his clothes. He changed. <laughs> they swapped clothes. So he got naked at one point. <laughs> it was one point where Michael Myers had broken a man's larynx so he could not speak. And he stripped him. He stripped himself. And his penis was out for a moment. <laughs> While the other man's penis was also out. Yep. And they changed clothes. Yep. Uh, they wore the same 42 long, I would presume, because <laughs> Michael Myers is quite intimidatingly tall. He is a 42 tall. long, yeah. Yeah, they swapped clothes, hopped in the other one, put him out there, then Jamie Lee decapitated a paramedic, and now she's in an insane asylum or mental institution. Yeah, because she's traumatized, because she killed a paramedic. She killed a paramedic, she's upset about it, she hasn't talked for a minute, just like Michael. Mm. Cool shit. Um, but I think it. What it then from that point, Michael comes back. She kills him. She tries to kill him. She almost does. He kills her instead. And now he's a free man. Yeah, Michael. He's like, hang on a tick. I'm single, I'm single again. again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not related to anyone anymore. Yeah. And I think Halloween Resurrection is simultaneously a shitter film and a better film because it stops the problem that we have of Michael Myers just being like. Josh Hartnett's uncle <laughs> and is now a killer killing strangers out on the loose. Yeah. And so the premise of Halloween Resurrection is directed by Rick Rosenthal, um, who is the director of Halloween 2. Oh, wow. He's back, baby. They got him back, baby. <laughs> He's directing the sequel once again. And then from that point on, mm. it's following younger kids again, college students, high school kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is about... One of the first web shows of all time, mm. set in 2002, it is uh, Dangertainment, which is run by Tyra Banks and Buster Rhymes, which wow. is they have a reality show filmed by actors that have been placed on Halloween night in the original home of Michael Myers, where he killed his sister and shit like that wow. in the olden day. So I think by making Michael Myers a stranger killer who's returning to his home again, 
actually makes him scary again. But then this film was about the internet in 2002, which kind of like sucks. Big Brother sort of. Big Brother type shit. It sounds shit. It's more fun because it's shitter, but it's also shitter. So it's not worth watching. Yeah. Except for one thing uh-huh. that both of these films do uh-huh. in their postmodern way. Okay. These films are the first in the Halloween franchise to exist at the same time as their namesake. One, Mike Myers, <laughs> best known for being the lead actor and star of Austin Powers' International Man of Mystery. A movie that you and I have watched. Yes. Austin Powers' Spy Who Shagged Me. Mm-hmm. Another movie we've watched. Austin Powers in Goldmember. And Austin Powers in Austin Pussy. Starring Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> and Wayne's World. Wayne's World 2. So, mm. I Married an Axe Murderer. Pete's Meteor. Shrek. The Shrek thin- 2. <laughs> Shrek the 3rd. Shrek Forever After. The Thin Pink Line. A View from the Top. Pete's Meteor. Which you've already said. <laughs> I will say it again because it's the most important one to me. So, the first films to exist... And they must deal with the conundrum that many people have mentioned to us over mm-hmm, the last few mm-hmm. years. Mike Myers, of course, is also the subject of our hit podcast, Mike Check. We go through the entire filmography of Mike Myers just to check if it's still Shagadelic Baby. And so far, yes, it's still Shagadelic Baby. <laughs> so, both of these films attempted to address that scenario where people were always like, it's weird that this comedian is also the same name as this <laughs> psycho killer from these films. Halloween, H2O, 20 years later, they tried to suggest it. There's a scene where in uh, the girl's dormitory room, uh, they are watching a movie. In the film, it is Scream 2. Mm-hmm. Originally, it was filmed or was written as they were watching So I Married an Axe Murderer, mm. a serial killer movie starring yeah. Michael Myers. Yeah. I mean, Mike Myers. <laughs> Uh, not to be confused with the Halloween franchise about a serial killer called Mike My- Michael Myers. So that was how they were trying to reference it there. Didn't make it to the screen. Halloween Resurrection, however, I just made you watch a scene mm-hmm. from this film mm-hmm. where there is a high school party, where a Halloween party where people are wearing shitty costumes. The main character in the party is where, dressed as Vincent Vega from <laughs> Pulp Fiction. <laughs> His friend is dressed like Jules from Pulp Fiction. Whom is not black. He is a white man. He's a white man wearing an afro and a little goatee. And he has... uh, Yeah, I mean, thank God he hasn't put any extra effort in, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Which would have made the movie very entertaining. (laughs) Halloween, age 2002. Many years later. Yeah. 18 years later. Oh, my God. So, okay. Uh, And then there's another character in this scene. Yeah. And what's he dressed as? He's dressed as a shitty Austin Powers. Yeah. He's wearing like a red smoking jacket with an ascot. Mm-hmm. And he comes in and goes, hey, is this a Michael Myers thing? Cool. And it has to be an Austin reference, it's right? It's got to be. He's, he's also not, got a wig. He's got a little wig on. He doesn't look exactly like Austin. He doesn't have the glasses. But it's enough. I'm going to post it on our Facebook page yeah. and our Twitter. I reckon it's enough for this film franchise to actually be addressing yeah. that they have an Austin Powers problem. It's like... <laughs> well, I mean, it's like who else could he be? Who yeah. else dresses like that? Like, it, I mean, I guess like Hugh Hefner. No, he doesn't look like Hugh <laughs> yeah, Hefner. Exactly. It's not Hugh Hefner. It's just like... It's, it's Austin. It's a shitty costume that you or I would have worn to a high school Halloween party where we're like, yeah, I'm groovy, baby. Here's my ascot tie <laughs> of a frilly lace cravat. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah, I reckon it's... Um, I think you're right. I think they've finally found a way to sensitively and beautifully... Address the Austin Powers problem. So, can I ask you, Cameron, mm-hmm. to check these movies? Yes, yes, yes. Did they make you 
horny baby? <sighs> Listen, I've never really seen Halloween Resurrection, but that scene that you just showed me mm-hmm. uh, did feature intercut between the Austin Powers guy. There was also shots of a young couple who were getting it on. <laughs> they and, were getting freaking jiggy with it, as that, one would say in 2002. And that uh, resurrected something of mine. It gave me a resurrection. It gave me a resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, the H2O, yes, of course, makes me horny because Alan Parrish does try to hook up with a girl in it. So, it's official. Both of these movies made me horny, baby. And that concludes the episode of the podcast about <laughs> Halloween H2O. Just add family because blood is thick in the water, baby. <laughs> Wow, what next, a fun one. Yeah, next week you won't be here, will you? I don't think so. You're going to be overseas. We yeah. have been banking these episodes for a little while. We mm. were so close to getting them all, but there will be a blip where I will have to have a co-host to talk about the much the not anticipated by me Rob Zombie Halloween remake film. You're really looking forward to that one. I have a feeling I will like it more than I am anticipating. Really? Which is weird because that doesn't make sense. No, because you've been saying famously you've been saying you would never watch a film directed by someone whose last name is Zombie. I know, but now I have to for work. And you feel Excited a little I bit? I feel a bit excited because I've been doing a bit of reading. Apparently, these movies are better than the shitty movies in this franchise. I'm sure they are. So, I think I'm going to have um, a ball. Okay. Watching well, that's exciting. I wish I could be there, but unfortunately, I will be traipsing around Europe. You're going to be having your gap year, if you will. And I think I will. Are you going to mind the gap while you're away? I think I'm going to fill a gap when I'm over there. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. You are, of course, travelling with your lovely wife. Yes, and I will be making love to her in every country on the European map. <laughs> yes, you got to put a pin in it on that map. <laughs> I won't be putting a pin in it. It'll be uh, more of a needle. A thick needle. More of a thumbtack, if you will. <laughs> uh, well, Cameron, I'm going to miss you while you're gone. I'm of miss course, you too. I will keep in contact with you via email and LinkedIn <laughs> as we are co workers on this podcast. Um, if you want to, talk, to chat to Cameron while he's traipsing around Europe, fill in the gap, um, you can chat to him at I am Cameron James on Instagram and Twitter. Yep. And you can talk to Alexi, who will be filling gaps of his own here in Australia mm-hmm. at uh, This Is Alexi on both those platforms. As well. And if you want to hear more from us, you can head over to patreon.com slash total reboot and sign on up for bonus content for just five bucks a month. You will hear our other podcast called Total Reboot Risk, where Cameron and I pitch reboots, remakes, and rip-offs based on the classic films and now television shows in film history. Mm. We just fucking rebooted Frasier. And it's better. It's better than the one they're going to do. Yeah. Even though Kelsey Grammer's a nut. I just found out Kelsey Grammer has a tattoo on his pubis of his wife's name so he won't cheat on her. Have you heard that before? No. Isn't it so upsetting how different Kelsey Grammer is from Frasier? He's insane. The more I read about him, it's... Yeah, he's a lunatic. Fuck him. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Imagine... And she would know that. Every time they had sex, she'd see her name and she'd be like... She made him do it. She made him do it. Really? Yes. So he wouldn't cheat on her. He wouldn't have escapades. I got to tell you, that wouldn't stop him. There's a photo online of him getting the tattoo. You can see. 
you can see Dr. Fraser Crane getting a fucking tattoo on his pubes. <laughs> and, and they're blue because he played Beast. <laughs> <laughs> that won't stop him either. He's yeah. had like five wives. <laughs> He's had, like, big affairs with strippers and yeah. stuff. He's a fuckhound. It's... Ah. He's a fuck beast. Good on him. <laughs> yeah, good on him. Uh, okay, so that's exciting. Also, you can join our private group chat, the uh, Cinephile Registry, which is a hidden page on Facebook. It's a lot of fun. That's for for only $5 a month. Patrons only. Patrons so only. So join that Patreon to come join us in that group. Mm-hmm. If you want to hang out, you got to pay. Yep, you got to pay. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pay. Um, and I will be back for the final chapter mm-hmm. in this Halloween miniseries. Where we are doing a movie called uh, Halloween. <laughs> Halloween, directed by David Gordon Green. Yep. That episode will be dropping on the scariest date of all time, October 3rd. <laughs> where H2O October is 3rd. necessary. <laughs> Halloween, October 31st, the yep. day he came back. Again. Again. And again. Again, for another time, and we this shall time. be just calling it the same thing as two other films in this franchise. <laughs> Uh, Can't wait to see you then, baby. Yeah, it's going to be good. I hope you have a scary time. I'm going to get spooked. Mm